0: Welcome. Well. Wow. Trainers? Yeah, trainers.
1: Is it too early to try to come up with a name for our listeners? Because I, I feel so. like every great podcast needs to have a name for their listeners. And I'm not quite sure when it's appropriate to actually come up with that name, but
0: I feel that the community decides their own name. It happens organically. Maybe we can guide them in the right direction. Here's an, here's a one that just came to me. Go for it, Bug Trainer. Bug Trainers. That's yeah. They're called the Bug Trainers. The Bug Catchers.
1: Oh, Bug Catchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you are in this place called Viridian Forest, you come across these guys called Bug Catchers. Very low level trainer.
0: Arguably the worst type. And I I think think. that's
1: maybe great for a name for our listeners, the Bug (laughs) Catchers.
0: Well. I guess I shouldn't have said that last line.
1: Because <laughs> we've they've encountered us early, and we've encountered them early. They are nowhere near as good at, at training Pokemon as we are. Now that we are Pokemon podcasters, we are professional Pokemon trainers.
0: We would be the ace trainers in We're the, ace in the trainers. archetypes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe bug catchers is good, but we'll let them sort of zero in on it themselves. The bug type is a little... You know, divisive, I think, because so many of them, you know, late game, later generations, you get some pretty dope bugs. But this first oh, generation
1: is real rough. It's all they give you, too. Anyway, my name is Hitmonchan Green Ring, aka Tanner Green Ring. And my co host here is Joshua
0: Fielstead, aka Josh Fielstead. I didn't know we were doing the nickname, but I I can accept that. It's like Oshawa. Do you have
1: another one? I just looked up. O-S-H Pokemon and it popped up, Oshawott.
0: Yeah, Oshawott is actually having a moment, Uh, I've noticed on Twitter recently. I don't really know how or why. It's
1: a starter, right?
0: Yeah, it's the starter in, I think. Gen
1: five, I already looked it up. Okay. Pokemon black and white.
0: I played the game that he was in, but I did not choose him because I really don't like that design. Oh, he's also in Smash. Oh, that must be why he's popping off.
1: He's in Smash Brothers Ultimate as a Pokeball Pokemon. Okay, yeah. I don't know what that means. You're also a big Smash fan, right? Yeah, i must Smash head. So I should explain, Bug Catchers, that I am a 35-year-old man who has limited experience with Pokemon. I played Pokemon Blue when I was a kid, when it first came out, when I was 14, but already then, I was a little bit too old to be playing Pokemon. <laughs> And then I skipped. You're never every, too old. Then I skipped every Pokemon game until X Y, and I only sort of played that. So now I'm diving back into the the wild world of Pokemon. And then Josh, tell me a little bit about your Pokemon experience.
0: I am a lifetime Pokemon fan for its life. You're younger than me. Oh yeah, I'm Josh. Uh, I am a 30 year old man. So I've been playing Pokemon for more than half of my life. My parents wouldn't let me get consoles, and I actually I had to write my dad a letter in order to finally convince him to let me get an N64. <laughs> but, that was uh, <laughs> true for me as
1: well. I had an NES growing up, and then I wasn't allowed to have consoles anymore.
0: Yeah, it was very weird, but I, I did figure out a loophole was Game Boys. Yeah. I guess my parents couldn't really figure it out.
1: They just thought it was like a calculator.
0: <laughs> yeah and i and i could be like around so i'm still like involved with the family or whatever but uh yeah so i i started with pokemon blue which is weird to me because i'm a big like i like dragons i think oh, dragon yeah. type is one of my favorite types but they're yeah. a little obscenely good so it's sort of I, I don't really say they're my favorite but i i chose charmander as my starter in in Pokemon Blue, but I picked Pokemon Blue because I liked the selection of Pokemon that were in it better. Is it, So is there a huge difference? I feel like there's like a dozen different Pokemon in each one.
1: I also think it's probably worth explaining that you have quite an extensive collection of pewter dragons as well. So your dragon fandom extends beyond
0: Pokemon. That's true. Yes, I collected pewter dragons growing up. Collected? Well, when my parents sold my childhood home, I was faced with a choice of either relinquishing all of the dragons or taking them. And, of course, I chose the latter. And now there's been a resurgence in collecting dragons uh, in their new, their new <laughs> oh, roost. No, because of G-O-T.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the difference, the version exclusives now. Blue is way better. Red has Ekans, Arbok, Oddish, Gloom, Vileplume, Mankey, Primate, Growlithe, Arcanine, Scyther, and Blue doesn't. But Blue has Sandshrew, Sandslash, Vulpix, Ninetales, Meowth, Persian, Bellsprout, Weepin' Bell, Victory Bell, and Jinx. Oh, and Magmar and Pinsir. It's weird that Pokemon Red, the fire version of the game, doesn't have Magmar, but...
0: Yeah, but, but they've got Growlithe and Arcanine. Who, they're the, the power hitters, I think, in that collection. Do but
1: we think the show is just going to be all us listing the names of
0: Pokemon? Perhaps. I mean, yeah. I, I know that I, as I recently proved, uh, I can name all of them off the top of my head from this generation. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's going to be a fair amount of that. You did that at work, right? Yeah, on our talent show.
1: We should explain our podcasting background too because we're both titans of podcasting.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I met my wife at a podcasting meetup and now we're married and have a kid. And I I am a co-host of another semi-popular podcast about the Babysitter's Club books.
0: In this situation, you're much more of the ace trainer, I think. You work at one of the most beloved and well-respected <laughs> podcast companies in the world. Well, that's fair. I work at Gimlet.
1: Are you allowed to say that?
0: I think so. But anyway. And you're
1: married to a, a prolific podcaster as well.
0: Yeah, I am also married to Bobby Finger, who hosts a podcast called Who Weekly. So we've got a little bit of a- Titans
1: of podcasting.
0: That's right. It just seemed natural. I got to try it myself.
1: Yeah. Well, and you're a white man, too, so...
0: So I've got the... It was inevitable. <laughs> just, I'm right there.
1: <laughs> right in the sweet spot. White, two white men living in Brooklyn. It's, <laughs> it's our siren
0: call. We can't resist it. No. And it, it also seemed um, we're around the 20th anniversary. It's time to kind of look back at the origins and just go all the way.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a good excuse to just like play some fucking Pokemon, too, you know? That's true. Which is what I'm looking forward to. I feel like I've got all this history I need to like go back and look at
0: And for me, I'm excited to finally round out my Pokemon education because I had I played most of them. I'm looking back at this and I realized I had some uh I had dark ages basically when I was in college, which probably is for the best I didn't play right So I'm missing I haven't done fire red and leaf green, diamond and pearl, heart gold and soul silver but then every other game I've played to some extent.
1: Now, we should set up some ground rules for this.
0: Sure. Because this week
1: we played Pokemon Blue and Red Gen 1 on our Nintendo
0: Advance SPs. That's our rigs, yeah. And we should also say I'm playing Red this time because I haven't played it before.
1: Yeah, and I'm playing Blue. Right bought the actual cartridges and we're playing on actual Game Boys. We're not going to do any of that ROM or emulator shit. And that's that's out of respect for Game Freak. It's out of respect for Nintendo. Respecte. And it's so that we can trade and battle one another
0: when the time seems right. Exactly. With the battling part, I feel like, like at the end of the games is when we battle. We could have check-ins much like our rivals and the games will pop up. Oh, that's a good idea. I, it didn't seem worth battling this week because...
1: We both just have like Pidgeys and Caterpies.
0: Oh yeah, my team's trash right now.
1: It's like we have our starter and we have Pidgey and Caterpie, So it would have been Charmander versus Squirtle and I would have
0: owned you. Yeah, it would have been a disaster. Although I do have a Butterfree. Oh, okay, great. That's my ringer.
1: How do you even get a Butterfree this early in the game? Uh,
0: Man, patience. It was really rough. I know from my past that Charmander is really tough in the first like three gyms. The first two in particular, and so I knew that I needed to raise something that had special attack that would be effective against Brock's rock Pokemon. Okay. And really the only option is Butterfree. Butterfree learns Confusion, the Psychic move, at level 12. Okay. So it's effective. It's not super effective, but it did prove very effective. And where did you catch it? Does
1: it evolve from something?
0: Yeah, I, I caught a Caterpie in Viridian Forest, and then I had to do this horrible grinding, because Caterpie and Metapod are just total garbage. Yeah. And when weirdly, when you raise a Caterpie, it doesn't even learn Harden when it levels up, but all the Metapods in the wild, as you probably saw, just have Harden, and that's the yeah, only that move. Yeah, that
1: sucks. Like, you sit and, like, it's not hard. It's just time-consuming, because it'll sit and Harden and Harden and Harden, and then, like... The chunk of HP you take off of it each time just gets smaller and smaller. And it's oh, like, yeah. I'm
0: not interested in this. Well, so that Charmander was good in Viridian Forest because he just lit it up, slash and burn.
1: Yeah. Well, it's hard not to, because those Pokemon are all like level two and three. Yeah. So back to the rules of the of the podcast. We are going to go through each game week by week, gym by gym. So this week, we started up fresh games in Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, and we got to Pewter City and defeated Brock, the rock-type gym leader, to earn ourselves the Boulder Badge. And you accomplished that feat, yes? That's correct. Okay, so did I. Great. I just did it like an hour
0: ago. (laughs) I'd love to hear how it went, although maybe we, we'd be getting ahead of ourselves.
1: Let's continue to discuss the rules, because I don't know what we play and what we don't. Because let's say we get through all of red and blue, right? Obviously, the next ones are... And then we skip yellow, I assume,
0: right? Yeah, I think we skip the third in all the generations.
1: Because there's always a third game... Not always. There's often a third game in each gen that's
0: like the combination of the two games, right? It can be, but often it's basically bonus features. Like, I remember Crystal is excellent, the third game in the second generation, because they added little animations to the sprites.
1: Oh yeah, that sounds fun as hell.
0: Crystal is probably, you know, we'll find out at the end of this journey, but Crystal is traditionally my favorite game.
1: Well, you're not gonna play it.
0: And a lot of it is because it's got little, like, zesty features like that. Right. So
1: we're playing the main canon, we're playing Red Blue, we're playing Gold Silver, do we play Fire Red and Leaf
0: Green? I think so. Uh, maybe part of that is because I haven't played it, so I really want to see it. It's, but it's revisiting the Kanto region, right? That's correct. It's
1: essentially just remakes of Red and Blue.
0: Yeah, but they're you know updated because that came out almost a decade after the original game. So and and do they expand the the national Pokédex? Like, do you get all the silver and gold Pokemon in? Fire Red? That's a good question. I believe that they. I guess we'll find out when we get there, huh? I believe they threw in a different mix of Pokemon, which is at least partially because they introduce several islands that you can go to after, like, the Elite Four. Okay. And because of that, I think those islands all have different Pokemon.
1: Okay. Now, let me ask you about this Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team and Blue
0: Rescue Team. Oof.
1: Are we playing those?
0: I'm open to it. However, I would definitely want to blow through the main games first. Okay, so
1: we're we're not going to do it in order of release. We're going to do the main vanilla Pokemon games, and then we'll go back if we decide to keep going and and do the the mystery dungeons and the whatever-whatevers.
0: We could do Pokemon Conquest. I'd probably skip Pokemon Pinball, (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, we, that's def- we would definitely do that. And also- Oh, really? Okay.
1: Pokemon trading card game that came out on GBC. Oh, yeah, I did a bit of that. Gotta play that. Okay, so we'll go gym by gym this week, and we both did earn the Boulder Badge this week.
0: How was your journey to Pewter City? The training the Butterfree aspect was a little rough, as I mentioned. Right. But it was ultimately- fruitful because it took me so long to raise butterfree that in the process I actually I captured a pikachu which is ultra rare in viridian oh is it I captured a chew too well that's like the rarest one in there
1: well I got him so okay not that rare well
0: not that rare for an age trainer like me am I right uh, I guess not I was sort of uh expecting that Pikachu was going to be one of my uh you weren't gonna have that one Nope, got him. I'm impressed. The Pikachu sprite in this game is very funny. It's not great. It doesn't look like Pikachu. the Pikachu
1: I know and love. It's He's sort of round.
0: He's very rotund. Actually, I named mine Churchill because of that. Oh, okay. He just looks like this boisterous, fat little rat.
1: Little rat? Yeah. What did you name your player character?
0: in these games, generally speaking, I've always gone by my formal name, so Joshua. Joshua. When I was a kid, you know, the line of thinking was probably added a a layer of sophistication. Right. Even if I don't use that name. I
1: love to call you, as your friend, I love to call you Joshua. And I feel like I'm the only person I've ever heard call you Joshua.
0: You're definitely the most frequently.
1: It's just got such gravitas behind it.
0: I mean, that's exactly what I thought when I was nine. And your rival? My rival is Greg, this kid I knew growing up. Okay. Throughout our years, I'm from like this small town, Bainbridge Island, and everybody goes...
1: It sounds like an island, not a town.
0: Well, it's got a town, a town on the island. Okay. It's a little of column A, a little column B. It's a bedroom community, is what they call it, Ooh, to Seattle. Very sexy yeah I'm I'm sure everybody thought it was a better branding than a suburb but it's effectively a suburb (laughs) you got to take a ferry to get to it but everyone growing up everyone goes to the same school so there was this kind of like you know it wasn't like a hostile rivalry but right I moved there in second grade so you grew up with these people yeah so you would measure yourself against certain people
1: and you chose Greg
0: that's right and apologies to all
1: Gregs who are listeners. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that Josh chose your name to be his rival.
0: Based on our, our battle performances so far, Greg is not looking so not looking so Oof. hot.
1: That's too bad for <laughs> Greg and for bad Josh, which is the name of my <laughs> rival.
0: I don't love that.
1: Yeah. Well, you're you're Josh, you're good Josh.
0: So I'm good Josh, okay.
1: And then my rival is called Bad Josh, and he is so bad. He's so disrespectful to his grandfather, and to me.
0: Yeah, th- he is very rude.
1: You know what he said to me the other day
0: when we were at Pallet
1: Town Laboratory? what did he say? Smell you later.
0: Uh, like I, I smell. Really grinds my gears.
1: Right. Oh, gosh. And my name in the game of Pokemon Blue is Mr. Squirt. Which uh, I should explain. Yeah, I think you're gonna need to give it an explanation kind of right out of the gate. <laughs> when we decided to do this, I knew that Josh is like a Pokemon pro and he's one of those people who's gonna like min-max his stats and like build the like most iconic and perfect team for every region.
0: They gotta have power hitters and they gotta look good.
1: And what I want to do is follow the grand tradition of the Pokemon trainers you encounter throughout the game and the gym leaders you encounter throughout the game who really settle into one type, you know? Yeah. The bug catchers (laughs) of this world. So I've decided that every game, I will be dedicating myself to one type of Pokemon. This game, Pokemon Blue, I've decided to be Mr. Squirt, the water type trainer. Wow. And I think... By the time I am going into the fifth gym, my entire team of Pokemon need to be all water type Pokemon.
0: It's gonna be tough.
1: I think I can do it.
0: I think you could do it. I mean, once you hit the the route to uh, Fuchsia City, that's where it really picks up with water types. And then I'll change whatever Pokemon
1: I'm dedicated to every game, and my name will, will sort of match whatever Pokemon I've decided on. And the Pokemon I dedicate myself to is not always, and in fact, I would say not often, going to fit with the three starters that are available to me. Oh, no. I happen to luck out this time by getting Jean-Baptiste, my
0: <laughs> Squirtle. And uh, what's what's the background? With it, okay, with the name so there?
1: another thing I'm gonna be doing is dedicating the names of my Pokemon to a different culture each week, or each oh. game. wow. This game, it's um, the beautiful country of France, so... I like that. I have Jean Baptiste, my Squirtle. I have Maurice, my Nido. Um, jeez, I gotta pull out my Game Boy.
0: Which Nido did you go for? King, uh, boy. Okay. Well, how do you tell the difference again? They really only become different once they level up. Okay, I think mine's a boy. Nido Queen is a little bit more defensive and like a tank.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Maurice is is the name of my um, Rattata. Okay. My Nido is called Lucian. Oh, I like that. And I can't tell whether it's a girl or a boy. Can you tell from...
0: That is a girl.
1: Okay, I got a girl.
0: This whole thing smacks of gender.
1: Nido rina
0: I'm also running a Nidoran female at the moment.
1: Yeah, mine's a Nidoran female as well, and now I see where that is.
0: Mine is named Elizabeth, my favorite monarch.
1: Okay, and yours, yours is all icons of British history.
0: Ultimately, that is what's going to happen. However, at the moment, they're not that because only the final team will get that treatment. I know that Raichu will be in my final team, so Churchill will work. My Pikachu is named Anaïs. And what what was that? Anaïs. Okay. I have no idea what that one looks like. (laughs) Yeah. It's got the eye with two dots over it. Oh. So... I don't know what to do with that.
1: But it, none of these, these are all scrubs. My Nido is great, and she helped me get to Pewter City. But by the time I reached the fifth gym, there's only one Pokemon from this current lineup who I'm going to still be using, and it. it's Jean-Baptiste. So he's really who I'm channeling all, all my energy
0: into. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't even name all of them. Yeah. I do try to name the ones that are at least in my team, even if they're only going to be a bit player.
1: Right. I'm also trying to play as much as possible without looking anything up, but I did get all these fucking bugs, and I was like, I need to see who these bugs evolve into and see if they evolve in anyone cool. So I looked up Kakuna, and by the way, my Kakuna's name is Philippe. That makes sense. Just to see if he evolved in anything cool. And he does. He evolves into this bee Pokemon called Drill. Yeah. So I'm keeping him in my team as well, but all he has right now is Harden. I always have him like queued up at the beginning of the fight, and then I swap him. swap him out at the last second, or at the, at the actually at the first second.
0: Rather than catching a Metapod, I caught a Caterpie because I wanted him to know Tackle at least, right? Because the wild ones only know Harden, but then weirdly, when they evolve, when you're training one, they don't learn Harden, but they're still trash. So even with Tackle, he was getting roasted constantly, right? But Kakuna also evolves at level ten. They follow the same trajectory in terms of what levels they evolve at. Beedrill and, and Butterfree. I like Butterfree because you get confusion, a psychic move, super early, and normally okay. you don't have access to psychic Pokemon. I think until Cerulean City, when when you can catch an Abra. Right. But they're also super hard to catch because they teleport. Kakuna levels up into
1: Beedrill at level 10 and then Beedrill's poison Pokemon, which feels like it's cool.
0: Beedrill is also has has his strengths for the beginning.
1: He might have to carry me through to the
0: fifth gym. They level out pretty quickly. Having a Butterfree or a Beedrill in your final team would be sort of Embarrassing. messed Embarrassing. Yeah. The Elite Four would
1: laugh me out of the oh. stadium.
0: They'd throw you back out on the Indigo Plateau. And my, I should note, you know, I just felt inspired. My Butterfree's name is Lana Del Rey.
1: Okay. So it's not just <laughs> icons of British history.
0: No, I, I sort of fell into that. And I think I am going to run with that ultimately. But like I said, Lana Del Rey is never going to be in my final team. So that's fine. But also my Charmander's name is Litzard. Okay. So, because he's lit. Yeah. And he's a lizard. However, I, I think Let's when start. I get to the name Raider, I may revise that.
1: Okay. Well, you do whatever you want, man. <laughs> we yeah. we don't all have principles we stick to like certain types of Pokemon and a certain naming convention based on the most popular names in a given like region or culture.
0: I, I like that idea a lot and I I might just do, you know, British figures or something, but I feel constrained where I often just I get inspired by the Pokemon and then I kind of just pop off. Whatever its name is. Yeah. For instance, my Spiro's name is Brian.
1: Your friend, Brian.
0: There was some tweet several years ago that was just Bird Brian, like a spelling error. Oh, like Bird Brain. Right? I do have a friend named Brian as well. However, it wasn't inspired by that. I don't know how someone would interpret you know, being named after a Spiro.
1: I mean, maybe that'll be one of my future naming conventions. Instead of naming all my Pokemon after a region, I'll just name it all after my closest friends.
0: I'm sure everyone would love that. To honor them. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know? Oh, this is my Grimer named Jack.
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually, funnily enough, our friend Brian, his favorite Pokemon is Garbodor. He's like a garbage Pokemon. Which is the garbage bag. Yeah, he's yeah. just a straight up bag of garbage.
1: I can't wait to get into those fucking wild Pokemon. Because the Pokemon in this game are all just like birds and bugs so far. (laughs) Rats. And there's two like pervert humans called Jinx and Mr. Mime. But the rest of them are all just like birds and bugs. I can't wait to get to garbage and keys and ice cream
0: cones. Swords. Yeah. wonder if they're going to have that sword Pokemon in Sword and Shield. I hope so. I don't
1: think so. There's some controversy around... (laughs) National Pokedex, and I don't even know what that means, but everyone's pissed about it.
0: I wasn't aware of that. I'm going to have to check in on that Uh, that There's no National
1: Pokedex, whatever that means.
0: So the, the National Pokedex is just all of them.
1: So some games have every Pokemon in them. Or you can you can cross, there's cross Pokemon.
0: So I believe the National Pokedex is specifically every Pokemon regardless of the games, but then each game has basically regional Pokedexes. Okay. We're like, we only have 151 in this generation. So this
1: game takes place in a nation. Every game takes place in a different region in a nation.
0: That's right. Okay. They're each a, a different region, originally based off Japan. Right. The later generations are other countries, like France. The new one is basically Britain, Sword and Shield. There was Hawaii, too, right? Yeah.
1: I went to a place in... Pewter City called Pewter City Museum of Science. Oh, yeah. And while I was there, I was led to believe by an elderly patron of the museum, an elderly gentleman, that the Pokemon games took place in our universe, because he was talking about where he was on July, whatever, 24th, 1969, he was like, the first moon landing, July 24th, 1969. <laughs> How could I ever forget? And there's a Challenger space shuttle there. Yeah. Both of those things are things that exist in our universe.
0: The lore in this game, and that they have basically stuck with, even in Detective Pikachu, it's still part of it. Like, Muse DNA is found in the jungles in South America, they say. Okay. So... The actual real world seemingly is canon, which is interesting, huh. or at least some parts of it. So
1: these are like lost continents somewhere in our world.
0: Yeah, I, I guess so. Or maybe it's specifically, you know, South America is there. Like some areas are there, but rather than Japan, it's it's Kanto and uh, Jodo. Right. The new ones are the equivalent of you know France and Britain.
1: Right. It's like in DC comic books, which I know you don't read, but yeah. they have Gotham City where Batman lives. And then they realized that they wanted to have New York as well. So they just made Gotham City exist in like New Jersey, right across the river from New York. And they're just like, that's just where <laughs> Gotham City is. And it's like, are you sure? Are you sure Gotham City isn't supposed to be New York? And they're like, nope, different place. It's in New Jersey. Wow. And I feel like the with the inclusion of... Little tidbits like the moon landing and muse DNA being found in South America, Game Freak have really backed themselves into
0: a corner on this one. Oh, definitely. There's a whole subreddit that I encourage you to check out that's Pokemon conspiracies. And I'm looking forward to it. You can really get lost in there. And there's like a whole thing about, um, so Lieutenant Surge, who is the gym leader in Vermilion City, he talks about how, you know, he's Lieutenant Surge. So he's a veteran. The war is ambiguous, and if you think about like, well, the other regions exist. Then theoretically, you know, was he like in World War Two or something? But there's also a, a conspiracy that there was some sort of other war that was devastating to the entire like Pokemon world. Whether or not that is our world or a parallel one, right? And that's why there are so few fathers in the game. Like the oh. their generation was wiped out, basically. That also is the reasoning people cite for like, oh, there's no like guns really. And it's like, oh, they everything was outlawed because of this this devastating war.
1: I don't think they have a lot of guns in Japan.
0: That's also true. Yeah. We should probably
1: settle on a name for this show. We should do that. Podcast Monsters was a good pun that you came up with when you charged me $25 on Venmo for my copy of Pokemon Blue. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is taken by a different, and I'll put different in scare quotes. A rival podcast. Red worse (laughs) podcast. So we do need to come up with a good name. And I'm not sure we're going to land on it today, but we do need to come up with a name before we release any of these because I don't think they allow you to release podcasts without names.
0: So we talked about this a little yesterday. Um, there are a couple other options. There's, we could do Podemon or just Podmon. Podemon sounds like potty-mon. potty mon. When you put it that way, it really does. You have more experience with potties than I do, being a, a new father.
1: I'm kind of a potty
0: enthusiast. <laughs> so Podmon would work because Pokemon is an abbreviation of Pocket Monster. We could pick some other aspect of the world to parody, like we could be the elite two.
1: The elite two, I like because it does
0: sort of build up my ego. Right. I thought you'd like that. Something about trainers, maybe the ace trainers, which is a an archetype in the game as well. So that would that would still work. And they're all asexual. No, they have male and female icons usually. Okay. At least in the earlier games, trainers. Yeah, it's the class of Ace Trainer. I think they have names eventually. It's like Ace Trainer Jesse or, you know, Ace Trainer Max or whatever.
1: I'm going to go to Rhyme Zone. I'm going to put Trainer in and see what we come up with Painter, Planer, Gainer, Abstainer, Campaigner.
0: Let's go to Bulbapedia. I'll be citing that frequently. As any Pokehead knows, Bulbapedia is the authority on all things Pokemon.
1: I like the other one.
0: Cerabi.net. Cerabi, yeah. Yeah, it's that one's much is good.
1: less user-friendly, but it seems much more serious.
0: You kind of have to use both to really figure it all out. It's tough, man. Kanto,
1: the Kanto kids, that's kind of good. Gym leaders, the Indigo League,
0: the professors. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> it
1: sounds like a professors podcast.
0: We could be a team, something Team Rocket. Oh, team Podcast Podcast. No. Team Pocket. I mean
1: Team Pocket.
0: You got your phone. Probably listening to it on your phone. You got your phone in your pocket. Like I said, <laughs> we're not gonna land on it this week. No. But we'll get there. We'll
1: keep talking about it off mic.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll noodle on that one. We're gonna noodle on it.
1: Can I tell you this? Sure. I beat Brock in that other scrub in his gym in one, two, three, four hits.
0: Well, I mean, you're bubble blasting. I all cast of them.
1: bubble four times and tore through that gym. Yeah. I got through Pewter City Gym and earned the Boulder Badge with four bubbles.
0: It was a tougher fight for me. Yeah. You know, Butterfree was my ringer for sure. I would have been toast without Butterfree. I mean, sorry, Lana Del Rey. Right. I got through both of them but then when Brock sent out his Onyx, the Onyx managed to take out Lana Del Rey. But she had already landed I think two confusions. So then I I just deployed. It was a risky move, but I sent Brian in there. He pecked that pile of rocks until he was dead.
1: And that works, huh? It worked. Wow. That's great, man. Well, it only took me four hits. There's, hey, do you know what I said to Brock? I said, this fight's going to be four hit, five hits. Me hitting you with bubble <laughs> four times and you hitting the ground. And that was it? And that was it. And he, he was sniveling on the ground before me, bleeding out. Wow. Here, sir, just take my boulder patch. <laughs> I said, yes, I shall. Do not mess with Jean Baptiste and Mr.
0: Squirt. And send a message to all your other gym leader friends.
1: Yeah, tell Misty I'm coming for her next.
0: Now, Misty will be an interesting one for you. Somewhat of a a North Star, you would even say. We're just going to trade notes, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm going to look around the gym a little bit and be like, maybe this is where I want to set
0: up shop. I mean, it's got it all. It's already got the pool.
1: Can you tell me when I'm going to get a fishing rod? Because I feel like that's going to be instrumental in my ability to pull off Mr. Squirt's agenda.
0: I think you got a little bit of a wait. You're going to be getting an old rod as the first one. Okay. An old rod is pretty bad. As long as I can catch
1: a Poliwag.
0: <laughs> I think in the first games, the only Pokemon an old rod can catch is a Magikarp.
1: Oh, I'm fine with that, too. That sounds cool as hell.
0: You get it in Vermilion City, so we're still kind of far out from there. And then okay. you get a good rod, which is where the action really comes in. I think is Fuchsia City. And which, which gym number is Fuchsia City? Do you know off the top of your head? The fifth gym. Okay, so that's perfect.
1: That's when I need to have my all-water team by.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll work out. I would say you should face Koga, the gym leader there, with all-water Pokemon. And I will. What I'm going to be interested to see in our, our next episode is whether or not you go for that scammer in the Pokemon Center outside of Mount Moon who offers a Magikarp for 500 Bucks, which is obviously a ripoff, but it's level five. It gives you the ability to get a Gyarados much sooner than you would normally. Yeah. yeah. But you got to raise them to level 20 and it's brutal.
1: I'm fine with that. And I'm absolutely going to do that.
0: I usually do. I'm an advocate of that.
1: Because you're not going to be able to get your own Magikarp for several, for a couple other gyms, right? Not until you get the old rod.
0: Right. And if you have a Gyarados by the time you're, you know, around like Lavender Town kind of a oh. thing, you're. Josh, I'll tell you
1: this: bet your fucking ass on it, man. <laughs> I'm gonna own Lavender Town with the Gyarados.
0: You know, I'd love, I'd love for you to do that. I guess the one other, you know, we're talking about knocking out these scrubs. There's sort of a bonus fight scene with your rival that you trigger on the outskirts of Viridian City. On if you're the
1: Indigo, or
0: Route 22, right? You must have gone to the patch of grass because that's where you can catch the Nidorans, the Nido's, yeah and Spiro as well. I did, and
1: he gave me a lot of trouble, I'll admit. At that time, I just had my Squirtle, Jean-Baptiste, and he wasn't at a level that did me any favors, and Bad Josh kept using (laughs) his Pidgey and sand attacking me. Oh, yeah. And then my fucking Jean-Baptiste couldn't get a fucking hit out, so he would just sand attack me like 10 times and then gust me until I was dead. Yeah, he's sand attack happy. So I had to go and catch Maurice, my Nido, and go and level Maurice up to like level 10 or 11 and then come back and fight bad Josh and then I finally bested him.
0: Yeah, I had a very similar experience with Greg. I kind of stumbled into it. I knew he was over there, but it was sooner than I thought. Yeah. I only had half beaten up Spiro and the Nidorans. And then Litzard, the Charmander, and uh, I also got into the sand attack trap. It was rough.
1: Yeah, it was tough, but I finally destroyed him and he fell on the ground to his knees before me and begged me not to kill him.
0: And you you were merciful, I hope? Uh, Yeah, I was merciful, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So
1: I'm gonna have to face him again, I suspect, because I already have faced him twice. He's a dickhead, by the way. (laughs) And he waited until I picked Squirtle, from his grandfather, Professor Oak, and then chose Bulbasaur after me knowing that Bulbasaur has a type advantage on me.
0: So uncouth.
1: And then you know what he said? Smell you later. Like I smell.
0: I just hate that. Right? Yeah.
1: What a dick. God, I can't wait to rub his fucking face in the
0: shit later on. Once you get all those water Pokemon, it's gonna be a tsunami.
1: It's going to be a tsunami with Mr. (laughs) Squirt and Jean Baptiste coming for you, Bad Josh. Anything else you want to talk about in your first great gym fight? I feel like we do like a level check, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Elizabeth is level 10. Brian's level 10. Lana Del Rey's 12. Oh, boy. Hood, which is my Rattata, and that's named after a rat that I owned growing up. Okay. And he had a little, uh, she actually had a gray head and I thought it looked like a hood. So hood. Yeah. And hood's only level seven. Lizard's level 11. Churchill's level four.
1: Okay. You and I have different approaches. All right. Because Jean-Baptiste is level 15. Oh, wow. And Lucien, my Nido is level 14. And then Gael, my Pikachu, is level four. And Adelie, my Pidgey, is level three. And Philippe, my Kakuna, is level four. And Anais, my... Oh, no, Anais is my Pikachu. Who's Gael?
0: <laughs> you tell me.
1: Oh, Gael's my Radata. Anyway, I have one level 15, well level 14, and then everyone else is level four or under.
0: So you got a little bit more of like, you got a couple of champions. Well, because I'm going to cut all these dickheads loose
1: as soon as I have Mr. Squirt's vision becomes reality. Sure, yeah. And he's all water type. I don't need
0: Adelie. I don't need Gael. In this team, we can only really assume I'm going to keep Churchill and uh, and Lizard, the Charmander and, and Pikachu. But I still put in the time with the other ones.
1: And you do level up your Pikachu, it sounds like, to Raichu.
0: Oh, of course. Okay. I actually, I think Raichu has a really cool design. And I mean, the stats difference is just like a joke. Right. It's a good gimmick in yellow that you can only have a Pikachu. Like you can't use a Thunderstone on it. But if you're being real, you got to have a Raichu.
1: My experience with Pokemon is, is much more limited than you. But when I was a kid, and by kid, I mean teenage boy playing these games. right, And watching the anime, by the way.
0: Oh, I did too. I
1: loved it. Raichu was definitely a favorite. But my favorite Pokemon is and always will be Poliwrath. And I can't wait to catch Polywag and have Poliwrath as my main Pokemon.
0: You can get a Polywag with that Good Rod, I believe.
1: Oh, well, I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I will be uh, looking forward to Mount Moon, I think is kind of a a fun... You get your first introduction to Team Rocket. I'm um, looking forward to that.
1: I'm to understand from the museum that there's going to be a lot of cliff fairies That's right. running around, because apparently they come from the moon.
0: I believe Jigglypuff's in there, but rarer. I'm going to try to get one of those.
1: Lots of Zubats, I assume. Ugh,
0: too many. Zubats. A plague on this nation.
1: Here's a question for you. Are you going to try to catch them all?
0: I've been thinking about that. So... I've done it with this game before. You
1: do have a rare opportunity in that you have someone else who is enthusiastically playing the game alongside you and will always be playing the other version.
0: That's true. It could be a good side project. You know, once we finish this game and then we move on to another one, I could keep playing on the side. It's
1: also like we're recording these like a week apart and it does not take a week to get to the next gym. No, You know, so there's going to be some like downtime there where you could go back and catch all the available Pokemon.
0: And I, it is my, my way. It's hard for me to resist doing it. I'm a, I'm a completionist in video games in general. One of my proudest achievements was getting a 100% on Ocarina of Time back in the day. Ooh. So what I would say, I think I already have caught all of the Pokemon up to the point we're at that I can. Okay. I think I have too. I have not evolved all the Pokemon that I can, but. I haven't evolved my Pidgey. Normally, I'm a Pidgey guy. The whole chain, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot, and I keep them relatively late in the game, but this time, I'm going the Spiro-Firo route. I've never done it. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how it goes.
1: I think they're ugly. I think Pidgey and Pidgeot and Pidgeotto are all beautiful Pokemon.
0: They've got great plumage. And I think Firo and Spiro are ugly. But they're feisty. They're scrappers. Okay. I don't think Fearow's a long-term commitment. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. But I'm excited. I mean, I in general, with this generation, I don't really keep a bird in the final, final team.
1: Right. You don't need it. Because you're a
0: min-maxer.
1: I mean... It's going to be all dragon-type for you.
0: I, I'm i going to have a Gyarados as well. <laughs> Hey, me too, man. Gyarados is one of my favorites. My overall historical favorite Pokemon is Mewtwo. It's
1: so basic. You mean the best Pokemon in the game?
0: He's got the most interesting storyline. He's <laughs> got an attitude. He's got a slick look.
1: Human intelligence, which is kind of freaky, right?
0: Yeah. Psychic is probably... I go back and forth. Psychic or electric is my favorite type. Okay. So he's not going to be in my final team because I don't want to have any legendaries. I'll probably, I'll go like Alakazam probably.
1: Well, you're going to need help from somebody to get Alakazam, Uh, my friend.
0: He's going to have to call in some favors on that one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'll find some Pokemon that requires a trade. What other Pokemon require trade evolutions in this series?
0: Haunter to Gengar.
1: Any water Pokemon? (laughs) Because that's really what I'm... Mr. Squirt is
0: I don't think you're gonna, pretty focused I think that. you're okay. Okay, great. Someday, I'm gonna require a uh, favor from
1: you, and when that time comes, I hope you're amenable.
0: I'll definitely be open to that discussion. Okay. I know that if you ever do water again, there is, Seedra gets another evolution late, I think in the next generation, Kingdra, and that one you trade. There's
1: a lot of Pokemon types out there. I don't see myself repeating water again for a game.
0: You could cover off on a fair number of them, actually. Be interesting to see if you do fairy later on. I'll do fairy. When's fairy
1: introduced,
0: like, X, Y? Yeah, I think so. I'll do fairy for X, Y. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll be that'll be interesting. I mean, a lot of the classics become converted to fairy, like Jigglypuff, Clefairy, but I don't really know. I'll instruct you when we get there. How do we end the show? My
1: name is... Hitmon or Green Ring, a.k.a. Tanner Green Ring. And I'm Joshua Watt, a.k.a. Josh Vielstad. And this has been a Pokemon podcast.
0: Untitled for now.
1: Untitled for now.
0: We got to figure out the tagline, but our I would put forward, we got to cast them all is one idea.
1: Who suggested it yesterday? I can't remember now.
0: I thought it was me.
1: I don't think it was.
0: So Mike suggested just straight up, just making it got to catch them all.
1: Oh, gotta catch every episode. And maybe that's the sign-off, right? In regards to the podcast episodes we're putting out, you do gotta catch them all.
0: That's right. Yeah. But once we're a big success, you know, I just, I don't want to get sued. Gotta catch them completely. (laughs) Gotta catch every single one. Yep. This week, we got to Pewter City. We
1: claimed the Boulder Badge. Next week... Join us as we battle our way to
0: Cerulean City. Cerulean City to get the Cascade badge
1: from the gym leader, Misty. Misty.
0: And we will see you then. All right. Smell you later.